Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 197th episode of the Poorly Planned Podcast. My name is Benedict. You may know me better as retired YouTuber BHL Hudson. Here we talk about Ooh. movies, TV shows, a bunch of nonsense. With me, as always, is my friend, co-host, and dare I say, Elvin Clan buddy? You you dare say based I'm, on, I'm rocking uh, <laughs> based on the fit, rocking a cheeky um, Attack on Titan uh, Scout's cape. Ah. So I'm feeling. Because it is truly bone-chillingly cold where I am right now. <laughs> I, My flat does not have double-glazed windows, so I have to protect myself. I, I was thinking more of like a, a Legolas vibe. Like you could Ooh, disguise I, yourself I'll in the trees. I'll, I'll take that over, uh, over what I said. <laughs> yeah, arguably way cooler somehow. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a look though. You know, you come, you, I have to say, you come Thank to you. these pods with, I, with various dope looks. Th- <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That's uh. What I aim to contribute most of the time. <laughs> that is your main purpose in life. Look fresh <laughs> AF. Contribute, look fresh AF that no one can see. <laughs> yeah, in an audio medium show. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, we are back for, you know, I hate to uh, bemoan this point and remind everyone, but um, for like the fourth last episode of, of the Poorly Planned God. Podcast. God. Yeah. Again, we'll get into it later. It's kind we'll of get brutal. into the mushy mushiness. Yeah, but... You know, I, I, I skimmed the comments, and, and some of them are a little sad. No, no I've specifically avoided the comments, because I didn't, I didn't want to... I don't know, I didn't want to bum myself out. No announcements and such ever again. <laughs> yeah, that's it. We never read any messages. Um, but <laughs> before we go, though, for good, and by for good, you know, mm. who knows, blah, 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 whatever. Disclaimers, well, maybe there's more. Who knows? <laughs> but before we go for good... For legal purposes, I can't say I'll disappear. <laughs> we did have to... Wrap up some loose ends, and I do think of course the next uh, the next three episodes, which is why we invite Benedict's mother. Wow, <laughs> you, you, all right, that's my time. <laughs> <laughs> I've been Elvin Cloak, man. Thank you very much. <laughs> you know, the other day actually, I did um, and this is a, a lesson in knowing your audience, I guess, but I did make a yo mama joke to one of my friends here, and. I don't know if, if that's just like not the vibe of our of our friendship or something, but he looked at me like I tr- like I just said completely unironically the yo mama joke that I had said. Like, <laughs> <laughs> is that something about? I thought you, you were know. gonna say like, and I realized his mom was dead or something. <laughs> no, <laughs> Based on awkward. the expression, she might as well have been because he said something like, "Oh, we gotta get like fifty guys for something." It was like, "What's your mom coming over?" And he looked at me like I just betrayed the deepest part of his trust. So. To him, I apologize publicly for that one. Um, but uh, anyway, in wrapping up, God, loose imagine ends, having to use your dying podcast as a medium to apologize <laughs> for your mama jokes. Yeah, truly, these are the end times. Um, in concluding things today, and I don't, I don't really know how we're going to do this because there are a lot here still. But we are going to wrap up the DreamWorks review saga. We, it's just going to end up being a, a mini-reviews dream. It may, may or may not be a mini-reviews. I mean, to be fair, I've seen up until Turbo, because I was going to make a video on these. I had seen all of them. But post mm. post the Turbo era, as it's known in Hollywood. Of course. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. There are a lot here that I've not seen. <laughs> the Turbo referendum. <laughs> right. Like, who the fuck has seen Mr. Peabody and Sherman? You know what I mean? So, I think we'll uh, just... Let's see. Mr. Peabody. It's the one about the, the kid with the glasses and he's friends with a dog and they travel in time and do detective shit. It's actually really fucking awesome. I have seen it. It's my favorite movie. Um, <laughs> ah, this looks terrible. Yeah, right. But anyway, uh, so we'll glance over those. and uh, But otherwise, we'll do this again. Go through the movies. Of course, you know your boy is coming with the trivia, fake and real. And you have to guess Ooh. which one is the real one. This, uh, this one will I'm be excited. tough. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, I, I kind of doubt it the way you said that. <laughs> but um, 
without further ado, unless you got anything else going on, uh, unless you got I mean, some like apologies publicly to make. Uh, I don't have any yo mama jokes to talk about. <laughs> I guess maybe I, I wanted to talk on the pod about this, but I don't know if that's more of a uh, mini reviews segment, but then it might be kind of outdated. So I don't know if we want to wait to the announcements and such, but I feel we must address the latest oh. <laughs> misfits event. <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah. You know, let's do it. Let's do it. The, weirdly, YouTube boxing has been like a substantial part of our podcast. So we might yeah. as well. Um, in the great words of, I don't know, uh, in the great words of Gandhi, this famous mm. quote, uh, that okay. shit was ass. <laughs> yeah. The misfits, uh, prime card event, which, you know, as we've established here, the backstory, we used to very much be involved in the YouTube boxing thing because we were KSI fans. I, I did stay up to watch KSI vs. Logan Paul 2 on a, mm-hmm. on, a, on a, I think it was actually on a weekday because I remember I had to, like, I don't know. How anyway. <laughs> Realizes he's actually the baddest boy. <laughs> yeah, that's actually. I think that's actually on a school night. <laughs> yeah, it actually wasn't even. I'm just remembering it's just glad to do an assignment the next day. But I uh, stayed to watch that. You know, we, we followed the scene and then gradually I have lost interest and it has become, yeah. you know, less interesting and more goofy. Also, because it's just, you know, you it, grow it, up. It's, it's, it's taking itself a bit too seriously now and yeah. stuff like that. And it's, it's, it's kind of, I mean, I'll be honest. I, I check out some of the highlights of these Misfits events and they're kind of mm. ass usually, I'm not going to lie. Like, it's yeah. not, there's nothing really to write home about. But this one, this felt kind of like a throwback. It's KSI, it's Logan Paul, they're on the same card. You know, might as, it's kind of a nostalgic yeah. thing. Um, mm-hmm. So I did actually watch it. I did uh, watch... Oh, the the so you watched that you watched it live. And, I did watch it live, and um, God, and I mean, in fairness, that was that was the plan that we were gonna do if, if everything yeah, if everything up. had worked out. Ironically, they were not ironically, just sadly, they were showing it in the cinema. And if you'd come to visit at that time, we would have gone. But also, I'm actually in hindsight, I'm really fucking glad that didn't happen because that would have been such a fucking because like, <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the event was awesome, but your presence would have ruined it. <laughs> uh, but it would have been such a fucking anticlimactic thing because those two main fights were some of the worst boxing events I've I've ever seen in my life. Um, Damn. And you've watched Deji fight. <laughs> yeah. Because the thing is, uh, I mean, look, the, the Logan Paul, Dylan Danis thing, you know, I mean, it wasn't great. It was kind of semi-interesting because of, you know, all the buildup and the meme and whatever of it all mm. building up to that. But then it was also still anticlimactic because Dylan Dan I mean, can I just say, and, you know, this is not, of course, they could all beat me up, but... Logan Paul, of Dylan course. Dennis, Tommy Fury, and KSI are all not good boxers. Especially the first, yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- the, the YouTuber mm-hmm. crowd. Because Dylan Dennis didn't throw any punches, and, you know, he just kind of, like, he's not a boxer. Logan Paul looked fucking Just kind of went on the floor. Yeah, he went on the floor. He tried to do a takedown to guillotine. Logan Paul looked fucking terrible. No one's talking about that. Logan Paul looked fucking god-awful. It was like, he, <laughs> it's like he's never, like, he was completely off balance. He was overthrowing everything. Like, it's like... You've been. So would you would you say his boxing when he fought KSI and Mayweather was like miles better? Maybe not miles, but genuinely the whole fight, every punch he threw looked like <laughs> a remember, few meters. Well, when he remember when he fought Mayweather, there's the clip where he like goes crazy and he fucking like swings or whatever, and you know he's yeah, yeah. That's like how he basically like not with the same volume, but that's how he threw every single punch, just like his fucking foot's flying over the place. He's almost slipping out the ring. It's like how the fuck have you been? Like, talking all this shit about how you train and train, you've been, you're crazy and you're better than everyone else, and then you look like that, like, oh my god. Um, <laughs> and you look like a silly, silly boy out there. <laughs> Again, yeah, could, I mean, could pummel me, of course, but 
What a fucking mm. terrible well, boxer. You say that, well, yeah, yeah, but no, at the same yeah, time, I'm kind of a beast. You've done some boxing, um, so. <laughs> I, I got that. I got that dog in me. Um, you're, you're kind of you're kind of swole. And then um, KSI and Tommy Fury was just so fucking boring. I mean, it was just hugging the like clinching. It was. And it, was the was the techniques better there? Because I, I only saw like you know a few highlights. I didn't see the full thing. Like, I guess the techniques were better, but like they both just kept doing the same thing over and over again. Where, like. KSI would throw a giant overhand right, it would miss, and then he would be in position to, to hold on. And then Tommy Fury would throw a jab and then like follow up with a right hand and that would miss, and then he'd be in position to clinch. And they would do that for fucking, I don't know, 18 minutes, however long the fucking fight was. Like it was just, especially, I think it's worse Ugh. for Tommy Fury because like, I get it, it's hard to fight someone who's unorthodox, but like, he kept just smothering his own work. He would like throw a jab and then he just fucking, you know, smush into him. Yeah. It's like, if you, you gotta, just, if you just went for it. You clearly gotta keep some distance. Like, yeah, and. I don't know, and also KSI's uh, behavior in the in the uh, aftermath was pretty funny. When he was, do you see that? No, I don't. I don't. You think didn't see it when he was like, "How the how did you win that? What the fuck?" And he like like a little toddler, he went over to the screen and like kicked. He was like, "Yeah, I should have won that." Like it was it was <laughs> genuinely like very embarrassing. Um, that's the problem with this YouTube boxing thing is that like it started out as like you, it's just kind of like entertaining. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then but now it's gone to the point where they're actually trying to like be good at boxing and they're all fucking yeah, it's like, terrible at boxing yeah that's, that, yeah that's like they need to you know maintain the degree of self-awareness and kind of like silliness that they had in the beginning because that's also yeah. what kind of made it fun yeah you kind of uh, like you can't yeah, be it's like you know weird middle ground these like youtubers who are like clearly doing like all these like crazy stupid antics of like when they're doing the press conference and stuff that boxers would never actually do yeah I, but now that they're trying to be yeah serious with it and then they're still saying like and that's the kind of like it makes it just overall a little bit more cringe like some of the shit that ksi was saying in the press conference it's like ah it's so if he said that in like the beginning with like when he was fighting like you know freaking joe weller joe weller or something like that i'd be like <laughs> that's kind of funny <laughs> yeah no it's like I, w- I was listening i listened to this uh fight like an actual boxing podcast called the fight disciples which is great and they were talking about it and they were like clearly all these influencers have seen like a youtube video like highlight reel of like craziest boxing press conference moments and so which happens like once in a blue moon, which is what makes it like, you know, crazy when it happens. And they just decided yeah. to do that every single time. And like, it's like 20 people on stage all trying to be Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather. And like, oh, I saw a video where he threw a water bottle. So I'm going to throw a water bottle in it. And like, of course, they yeah. all push each other in the stare down now because like that was the crazy moment when someone pushed someone in the stare down. So they have to do that. And then but then you get to the fight and it's like, again, I guess it's my fault for being at all interested in like KSI versus Tommy Fury. But you get to the fight. and It's just like <laughs> a really shitty amateur fight. Like if you didn't know who mm-hmm. was involved. There isn't even like an entertainment value and just like, oh, these guys are having a bit of a scrap. It's just like two guys yeah, these, who aren't these guys very are just, good. These guys are just slow dancing, if you will. <laughs> Genuinely, yeah. I don't know, man. I'm I'm pretty confidently done with like because I'm already kind of done with it, but that was sort of the nail in the coffin for like, fucking hell, why did I See, I could have been watching a UFC prelims while I was doing this, but <laughs> <laughs> you say that. But then if KSI Jake Paul happens now. I, yeah, I guess I'd watch that one specifically. <laughs> that was the final nail in the coffin, but I'm definitely going to be a grave digger and <laughs> yeah. dig that shit back up and watch it. You know what? It, I was thinking about this. It reminds me a little bit of Marvel movies where mm. I'm like, I'm less interested in, in it over time. And I'm kind of thinking like, did it get like much worse or did I just get older and I was just like kind of a kid? And I like with Marvel movies, I think it's kind of a combination of the two. Like I think yeah, it, yeah, yeah. the quality has gotten worse and also... As you grow up, you know your you are you are change. losing the interest. So yeah. it's 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 not the perfect balance that's that's happening right now. No, but did you did you consume any of the the misfits content? 
Um, I not really. I know that Salt Poppy lost. <laughs> Devastating. <laughs> I, I almost jumped I know out the window when Salt Poppy <laughs> got KO'd <laughs> by, of I course, Slim. <laughs> I I was truly devastated when I found out that Swarms was knocked out in 15 seconds. Swarms did get slept. Also, my goat. My Swarms did get slept. My goat King Kenny took an L, so that was that wasn't great. Uh, yeah, we say we're not interested, but we're clearly yeah, super clear, deep. You know, to be fair, there was one fight that was actually fucking great. It was these two guys called, and again. I've never fucking heard of these people from an influencer point of view, which, you know, I don't know. Mm. Make it that what you will. Like, it's sort of meant to be, you know, you. the whole point was it was, like, YouTubers who you've heard of. But it was uh, yeah. Dean the Great and Waleed Sharks. Again, never fucking heard of them. <laughs> I feel but, like Dean the Great rings a bell, but... Waleed but they put on a fucking Sharks. awesome fight. Because they both actually, like, clearly have some kind of boxing experience. And so it's sort of like either... I feel like with this influencer thing, you either got to have two people, i.e. a swarms, who have no fucking clue what they're doing. And they just have, like, a bit of a scrap... <laughs> Or you have two people like Dean the Great and Wally Sharks who clearly like are kind of good at boxing and they can have like an actual yeah. fight instead of these weird kind of mismatches where it's like YouTuber who trains occasionally versus jujitsu world champion and like of course they're gonna have a fucking terrible fight like what 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 do we expect yeah, why was yeah. I at all Honestly. interested in this truly God I had my projector so, do, set do up you think, and everything it was, ah, it was so you, cool. <laughs> I told I told everyone that I watched the UFC the next day they're like oh what'd you do last time I was like I watched the UFC um. I, I, I've never even Damn. heard of Salt Poppy. And now you're um, putting this out there so everyone knows. <laughs> yeah, actually, they are going to know that I lied straight to their face. That's actually... Wait, you oh, yeah, actually just watched the UFC? Gulps? <laughs> Remembers the Slim KO? <laughs> <laughs> Remember Swarms' fate? <laughs> oh, God. Um, so do you, would you say that the two guys, um, Waleed Sharks and whatever, Dean the Great... Mm. Do you think that if they, I don't know how big they are, but if they were to fight like Logan Paul or KSI, would they beat them? Uh, if they were the same size, yes, but they're like a very small weight class. They're like 135 pounds. Even so, though, I honestly wouldn't, I would like not be surprised if. They okay. Could. It's also because, you know, I don't know if you saw this, but like Logan Paul was talking about how he's way better than Jake Paul. And I can't believe I'm fucking talking about this like internet Paul drama. But there was a clip where he was like, <laughs> I'm way better. I'm way better boxer. And like, I don't think Jake Paul's good either. But he's so, he's infinitely fucking worse. Like, so obviously, yeah, yeah. just like from the eye test, like a fucking baby mm-hmm. could tell you who's the better boxer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just, yeah, the skill. The also, skill. I, I don't know. The, I think the overall kind of approach they have to it and like the press conferences that Jake Paul does, again, I'm not a fan of the man at all, but I think they're more effective and they work better than what Logan does. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, he kind of... I'll just say that it's all kind of cringe. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, we can leave it at that. But if you enjoy it, yeah. that's all good. I mean, again, you know, because I know some people in our audience do actually like it. And we come on here and we say, it's all oh, so cringe, whatever. I did actually watch it, you know, on, I got yeah, a bucket instead of, of the popcorn. UFC. And instead of the UFC, I did watch that. So, you know what I mean? Like, I can mm-hmm. say all this all I want. But Misfits number 11, when uh, FaZe Jarvis is fighting, I will be there. Uh, <laughs> a tough <laughs> sentence to hear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one's gonna hurt to, to get out. God. Did, also, was it just my imagination, or did Dylan Dennis say in a post, like post this fight, that he would fight like John Jones and win? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he's he's just like no one should give him attention anymore because he's just like he clearly just did all this with the intention of getting DQ. Like he was, I was surprised he didn't pull the guillotine in the first round because clearly he can't box. So I thought he was just gonna like try yeah. to meme his way out of it and like. 
go for a takedown and get disqualified and like end it like that. So yeah. like the the fact that he couldn't even do that, you know, he couldn't even like get disqualified right is like yeah, he, so yeah. embarrassing. Honestly, God. Anyway, anyway, DreamWorks. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Mega Mind. Yeah, so that was twenty minutes. Anyways, on, uh, the Turbo Era. <laughs> yeah, that was twenty minutes on Swarms' boxing future. Um, but. With that in mind. Non-existent, that is. <laughs> yeah, not looking promising. I feel like we went from Swarms being terrible to Swarms being the goat and knocking someone out, and then Swarms <laughs> getting knocked out immediately. Yeah, yeah. And what a losing roller coaster of a boxing career. <laughs> losing a points decision to Deji. Um, <laughs> so I don't know how you how one comes back from that. Um, yeah, uh, not the best. God. Anyway, DreamWorks movies. There are time codes down below, by the way. I probably should have said this at the top. Spoilers for all of these. Let's go. First up, Megamind. Ooh, Megamind. What are we what are we saying about Megamind? <laughs> this is such a jarring switch. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not even gonna give you like a slight transition. Just what the fuck do you think of Will Ferrell's 2011 comedy masterpiece, Megamind? <laughs> Honestly, kind of great. I really, really kinda do enjoy. Kind of great. Kind of great. Um, yeah. Uh, Megamind. Fun main character. Fun villain. Even more fun as the hero. Um, yes. Got some sympathetic times as well. The fat nerd he turns superhero is that Jonah Hill, by the way. That is Jonah Hill. Yes. Yeah. Also very funny and kind of slimy. I like it. And overall, I mean, definitely not my favorite, but it's it's a good one. It's a it's, good one. It's it's worth the. It has its merit. I I do remember, and I don't know why, but as a kid, I was not into this movie at all. And I think it could be because I took a side in the legendary. Megamind v Despicable Me War of uh, Ooh, whatever year those two realized that was a thing. Was that a was, <laughs> that was that was a was thing? That a big, was that a big thing? That mm. was a that was the original Barbenheimer of its day, if you will. That was um, the original Team Cap, Team Iron Man. <laughs> yeah, but I think as a kid I was just like, oh, Despicable Me is so epic, whatever. And then I was Megamind. Eh, it's kind of weird and gross and whatever. I don't like it. But then a couple years ago, a few friends of mine had like a, a Megamind watch party, as you do as adult people, mm-hmm. and I was like, all right, I guess I'll. I guess I'll do that. Classic college students. <laughs> and I was surprised by like how funny it is and sort of how heartfelt. And you know, it's yeah, it's it not is like, very heartfelt. And it, it you know, it deals in yeah, it, it very much tackles some emotions and it's got a an underlying level of I don't know, it's again, we're not talking Shrek level, but there's an underlying mm-hmm. level of kind of self awareness throughout it that I, I also very much like. Yeah, sort of the the typical. It's a very typical DreamWorks movie. It has that sort of self awareness. It has that like, mm-hmm. you know, somewhat adult innuendo jokes, and then also like kind of a wholesome message. And I don't know. It's also and you know, in my defense as a kid of my thought of it, it does also have like a little bit of a in a DreamWorks way, not like a gross vibe to it, but you know what I mean, like sort of a little bit. Especially if you're a kid who likes like Disney and Pixar, which are kind of quite. It does. Cut. It is one of the more kind of grotesque. Of I don't know. It just is something about the of, you know the DreamWorks face like the, and all that. Yeah, the, and the, I don't know, the fish is a little bit disgusting as well. Yeah, he is, yeah. The minions were way cuter than the character minion. Boom. <laughs> True. Crazy. Very um, good callback there. Yeah, no, it's fun. The Brad Pitt character, the Superman guy, is pretty fun. Um, a lot of good oh, yeah, you memes. Mean, you mean Metro Man? Metro Man. Uh, Turned into Mojo Man? <laughs> Wherever you go, the Mojo Man is there. Mojo off, Mojo off. <laughs> um, yeah. Off, off. I also, I don't know why, but I found it really funny the recurring joke where like he can't pronounce certain words, like he pronounces Metro yeah. City as Metrocity. I also thought that was yeah, really yeah. funny. 
heavy uh-huh. Michael Scott vibes there. It was very good. Yeah, and yeah, just very well cast as well, like Will Ferrell and Brad Pitt and and whatnot. They're they're good in those roles. So I would say, mm-hmm. and I'm not trying to like breeze through here, but also another way I'm kind of trying to breeze through here because there are a lot of movies. But I would say, you know what? Not an underrated movie because a lot of people love it, but an underrated movie for me personally because I originally didn't like it. Rewatching it later in mm. life, I actually find it to be quite a charming film. Okay, fair. I I'd say yeah, it's it's a good film. I I liked it when it came out, and I think I've l- kind of liked it the same level since. So I'd say a good movie. Definitely not top tier, but mm. it's, it's 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 a good one. It's a good one. Yeah, nothing nothing groundbreaking, but um, but you know what is mm. groundbreaking? These two pieces of trivia. Uh, mm, one of which is real, one of which is fake. The real ones I've gotten from IMDb, the fake ones I've gotten from my brain. Uh, so do with that okay, what you will. Okay. First one. I shall. Instead of voicing his character from within a sound booth, Brad Pitt, who is a very active actor, insisted on using a handheld microphone for his performance and roaming around the studio. Or, okay. option two. Rango style. Rango style. Number two, Will Ferrell was disappointed a sex scene he proposed was cut from the film, with him being quoted on the Academy Awards red carpet as saying, I wanted to not just tell the story of Megamind, but also his mega schlong. (laughs) Megamind 2, the rise of the megacock. (laughs) See, last week I hinted that my trivia would have something to do with mega penis, but I feel like I I twisted Mm. it into something. I twisted that mega penis, you know? You... (laughs) As you often do, you get to that <laughs> mega penis. Classic um, BHL. Gosh, <laughs> good lord! I don't know. I don't know where to begin with this. Um, Brad Pitt would never wander around the sound booth. Brad Pitt's the least active man I know. <laughs> uh, Will Ferrell does love a good sex scene. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to go with the Will Ferrell one. Is the truth? You've been pranked. That one was actually false. Yeah, sorry, bro. <laughs> Happens to the best of us. Um, And next up, we move on to a sequel to my favorite DreamWorks film, which had Mm. a lot of hype to live up to, Kung Fu Panda 2. Ooh. And now this is another one that has grown on me over time because I saw this in the cinema. I feel like this is one of the first cinema experiences that I can remember. Um, I remember I saw it in Lingbu. It was crazy. Because oh. I, I watched Kung Fu Panda, like, religiously, and then, like, my mm-hmm. parents were like, you know, there's a second one coming out, and I freaked the fuck out. And um, they took me to... <laughs> <laughs> and I passed out and fell into a coma for two weeks. Yeah. They took me to a hospital, and, you know, that's the story of how 2010 it's... went for me, but... <laughs> Lord Shen? <laughs> no way. He's um... being brought to the big screen? <laughs> <laughs> and I will say, as a kid, just, there was not a single chance in hell it could live up to my expectations, because... The first one is uh-huh. like my favorite movie of all time at that point. And so I was yeah. disappointed, but rewatching it years later, it's fucking great. It's a really fucking great movie. Honestly, honestly it's so, it's so good. I, I agree. The first one is maybe slightly better, but this one, I was not disappointed whatsoever. I love the villain in this. Yes. Gary so Oldman great. is Lord Shen might even surpass yeah. Tai Lung. And I love Tai Lung. Might villain, even, but, and Tai Lung's great, but I don't know. There's just because also they're so like they're two very very different villains you know like one's yeah. actually just big brawn and and knows all the the kung fu but then this guy is just like he's like you know he's devious he's he's kind of kind of slimy and slippery yeah yeah and he's also sort of like insecure in sort of a funny way that they play off for, for yeah, jokes yeah. sometimes i do think even though i do like the first one more which maybe nostalgia has to do with it but also i think i think the first one might be like a little bit funnier maybe but i think in every other respect could be it does 
carry on everything that first film does well, like, and maybe even improve on some areas. Like, it does, it, mm-hmm. it does what a sequel should, you know what I mean? It, like, builds on the characters yeah, yeah, yeah. a bit. It builds on, like, the visuals. The action is, in t- at times, a little bit crazier. I think the message is also great about, like, you know, inner peace yeah, and acceptance. Yeah, there's a lot, more, a lot more emotion in this one as well, I think. Yeah. <laughs> you well, know, the, the first one is kind of like, you know, obviously there's emotion in the first one, you know, finding, you know, finding your purpose, finding your true self and everything like that. There is no but secret then, ingredient. There is? You're a panda. He's a panda. What are you gonna sit on me? You're bluffing. You're bluffing. <laughs> it's, it's been a while since we hit those. God, you're bluffing. You're bluffing. Shifu didn't teach you that. Sorry, we could do this literally. I could literally quote that movie back to like back yeah, to. Yeah, it's so good. Um, <clears throat> um, but when he, but when he, this this one, you know, this one, it's 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 very sad in times. Like the the first one, I don't think is sad at any point really. And this one's just like it. It gets a little bit, you know, it gets gets you in the feels because it's also like. Kind of a dark backstory, like the pandas being hunted down and everything. Yeah, and when he yeah. I, that scene where he goes to the the like old sheep woman and she like teaches him, mm. you know, how to sort of not live with guilt and accept, you know, fate and find inner is. peace. And the, the way they set up the inner peace thing, and then it comes in the, at the end, and he stops the fucking fireball. I just think that's fucking that's an amazing scene, and it's awesome. Yeah, kind of kind of got me a little bit. Yeah, when I, I like yeah. no part in the first Kung Fu Panda from memory really like sort of. You know, gets the gets the possible waterworks going too much, but in this one, there was that mm-hmm. moment I'm kind of a little tear, you know, welled up a little. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's still very fun, you know. Yeah, it's I don't know. It is a it is a really like, good sequel, and it builds on the world too. Like you got the the it does it builds on the world, Master Rhino and, and whatnot, and the dead Master Rhino and <sighs> Master Ox, Master Ox, Goat, <laughs> Goated. I also love <clears throat> when. Uh, I, I don't know. I think the the kind of obviously there's not really any henchmen in the first one, but like the wolf hench, wolf henchmen in this one, yeah, kind of cool. Kinda I remember cool. I had the the Kung Fu Panda Nintendo Switch game. No way, or Nintendo th- 3DS game, bro. I was literally about to say I fucking had. I loved the DS game, the DS game with the wolves as the henchmen. Yes, and stuff. the wolves, so good. Because I also remember, and I don't, I, I don't know. I, I'm probably totally wrong about this, but I. I feel like that game came out before the movie came out because I remember playing. I think it, it did, and so they, I'm, they I remember were playing it like at the wolf. quite early. Yeah, yeah. What, and wait, what are they doing? Do you here? remember the? They know what's happening? The giant gorilla in that game. Yeah, yeah. Like, bro, yeah. those things scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. Oh my god, I can't believe Honestly, we had this mutual like, experience. Fuck. Yeah, man. When those gorillas came out, I was like, "What the fuck am I gonna do? How do I get out of this?" Oh my <laughs> god, threw my DS out the window. <laughs> no, honestly, that game was so that game was so fucking good. awesome, man. Yeah, I fucking love god. that game. Um, well, yeah, Kung Fu Panda two. Big banger, big banger, huge um, banger. I, can I just also please. the way they kind of uh, I don't know, build on the relationship <laughs> relationship between uh, Poe and uh, what is her name? The tiger, tigress. Is it just tigress? Yeah, Poe and tigress. Yeah, so good. All the characters have like a nice dynamic, and also is this one where like his Mister Ping is like he says something about like I'm ah the end. I'm, I'm your dad, or I still love you, or something, something like that. No, he's like, at the end, because, like, you know, like, Poe's like, where did I come from? And Mr. Peng, you know, tells the backstory, and then he starts worrying that Poe's going to find someone else. Yeah, yeah. And then he comes back. This is, I think this is the part that got me the most, is when he comes back after the whole thing. And he's like, Mr. Peng's like, so did you find out who you really, really are? And he's like, I did. I'm your son. Uh, God, did I God. weep. That that gets me a little bit, yes. God, what a, what a movie. Good movie. Um, Great movie. Trivium, Trivium. Top, you know, miles better than than 
was going to say Mega Schlong, but <laughs> I mean, that's impossible. Mega Schlong is, is good. <laughs> um, trivia one. Mm. The boss wolf was initially going to be a crow, but the filmmakers decided that with Lord Shen being a bird, one antagonist bird was enough. Mm. Or two. <laughs> I should maybe switch the order of these sometime. <laughs> but, um, or two. The original cut of the film ended with Poe not having learned how to master inner peace and as a result being decimated by the fireball in extremely graphic detail with so much blood exploding from his panda body that it warranted an NC-17 rating. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Imagine George Shen doing his classic fire! <laughs> and Poe's just oblivious. <laughs> just fucking shatters him. So much blood God. on the screen. <laughs> God, that's awful. That's terrible. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry to put that image out there. Um, <laughs> Imagine, it's like, <laughs> arm is just blasted off. <laughs> His fucking leg flies that, like, to the side. <laughs> into like where it's like where the wild things are style. Remember that? <laughs> fucking arms just ripped from the body. Shifu just catches his fucking torso. <laughs> it's- <laughs> His huge obliterated panda body creates a tsunami, <laughs> drowning all. <laughs> the end. <laughs> Kung Fu Panda Three will not return. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um. Um. See, I I thought you were you were pulling a sneaky one here because I was like, we just had this thing about the wolves in the game, so it doesn't mm. make much sense to me that they'd make a crow another main henchman. But yeah. but interesting. There'd be too many birds, you know. I guess. Um, <laughs> here be too many birds <laughs> yeah, direct quote from someone i guess jack black maybe um, sounds like something barbosa would say <laughs> uh next up we have what i would call i mean i'll be honest we have a bit of a we have quite a actually we have quite a stretch here of just mid um but Ooh. we have the first puss in boots movie which is are you saying that's mid i say it's mid it's not bad but it's, what? it's especially compared to the absolute kino we got later. It's just you know it's it's it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I will admit, second person boots, better. Not mm. much better though. I'd say Ugh. first person boots, L such take. a good movie. Uh, okay, would would you say that the would you say that Shrek Four is better than the first person boots? I would say they're about the same level of quality, actually. Those are those are on the same level. Insane. Insane take. <laughs> Not fucking cool. Not groovy. <laughs> Not groovy, JD. Not groovy at all. <laughs> oh, we need to bring all the all the quotes back for the end. Of <laughs> yeah, it's the last couple of episodes. We gotta bring all the references back. Uh, um, I don't know, it's good. It's, it's fun. I'd, I'd say it's I'd say it rivals the greatness of Shrek 3. <laughs> okay, you know what? We can agree on that. I do think uh Shrek 4, Fuck Shrek you, 3, don't say, this, don't say that way. In a similar tier. Um, God, you're you're feeding your own delusions. <laughs> I mean, like, because Puss in Boots was always, you know, my favorite character in Shrek 2. And so, you know, I thought it was cool. It's cool to see him have his adventure. I He has, like, a yeah. fun enough dynamic with Kitty Softpaws, I guess. Kitty Softpaws, fun enough. That's true love right there. Humpty Dumpty is an ite villain. Humpty Dumpty's a... <laughs> but... <laughs> Humpty Dumpty's a little bit... A little bit gross sometimes. A little bit. And he does make a don't drop the soap in prison joke or something. I don't know if you remember that part. Mm. And that cat comes up and goes, mm-hmm. uh, Oh, yeah. yeah. I do. I, yeah. Classic bit. 
don't know. It's kind of just, you know, it's... Classic innuendo. It's, it's, it's not the... It's, it's not bad. It's not, like, unfunny. It's just, like, not... I can't really remember laughing that much or being that interested. It's kind of like, yeah, you know, it was, that was a movie. Okay, so you, you say... Okay, you say this one's mid, right? I'm just, I'm just trying to gauge where exactly on the mid scale we are in your, in your head here. Mm. Would you... Do you prefer this one over Megamind? No, I prefer Megamind. Mmm... Megamind's not mid. Megamind's good. Or better than crazy, good. Amazing. Crazy takes here. Brownie time. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were like rolling a cigarette or something. You're like, fucking hell. This fucking guy. Got my cigar out. <laughs> this shit. Also, I'm sorry. What like, especially in your like little green cape right now. What a small boy moment. You just look away for a bit and you just come back. Brownie time. <laughs> Obvious ADHD. <laughs> um <laughs> anyway i feel like that brownie time. little boy moments <laughs> i feel like you have a lot of little boy moments it's most of what you have <laughs> i feel like that'd be my rap name little boy moment <laughs> okay that i think would be conflated with something else and i don't think you want to label yourself as that <laughs> No, that's very the same energy of michael scott making his dating profile little kid lover <laughs> hey yo what's up it's your, it's your boy little boy moment you stare into everyone's eyes the police tackle you immediately <laughs> they say it's brownie time <laughs> anyway with all that said um yeah we're now gonna go to the trivia for puss in boots Number one, um, unlike the Shrek films, which were in production for only three years, except for the first, which was in production for four and a half to five years, Puss in Boots 2011 was in production for seven no and a half years. <laughs> this film entered, the develop entered development in 2004, just after the release of Shrek 2 2004. Or mm. Antonio Banderas vehemently pushed for this, for this film to be live action, as he has actually spent many of his millions on making various Puss in Boots-themed furry suits. <laughs> God, I can so imagine that. <laughs> right? That seems like a Banderas moment. Fear me, if you dare. Just has his dick out in it as well. <laughs> his furry suit is just him naked. <laughs> Fear my penis. <laughs> With cock. <laughs> Cock in hand. <laughs> God. So, which of those do you think was uh, was true or false? God, I want the last one to be false, but I know it's true. So <laughs> let's go with that. Yeah, I'm sorry. Unfortunately, that is false. But um, damn it. <laughs> Next up, we have Madagascar Three: Europe's Most Wanted. Ooh. Which <clears throat> I feel like is another one where I'm gonna say it's mid, and you're gonna be like, "Bro, this is fucking cinema. What are you talking about?" But. Okay, I would... <laughs> <laughs> That's like my Freddy impression. <laughs> Bro, this is fucking sick. <laughs> Bro, why are you disrespecting the Keo? <laughs> why, are you, why are you talking about my um, goat Marty like that? <laughs> this is definitely, for me, the least good of the three. I agree. Big rhyme there, for, first of all. Um, but at the same time, I think it's got... Because it's just so, it's just, you know, it's so different from the other two, I think. It, like, vamps up the silliness and the, you know, whatever is happening. But at the same time, 
if you if you're not looking for the pre, like what the previous two movies did, and you're just kind of seeing this movie for what it is, I think it kind of works. It's got you know a wholesome message. A tiger goes through a tiny little like Prince Albert ring. It's very he nice. Does, he does. I mean, yeah, I, I agree. I think it's not on the level of the first two, and especially having rewatched Madagascar one recently, it's like that's a fucking hilarious movie. Um, yeah. And this, it's it's not on that level, but I think as like a just silly kids film, there are definitely worse things you could show your kid. Like, yeah, definitely. It has. They, I mean, this is weird to say for Madagascar because they've always been pretty hijink heavy, but they do ramp up the hijinks to like an eleven mm-hmm. in this one. Um, they have that like French Interpol police woman who's. Yeah, kinda... I, I'm alive. I didn't really like her. Uh, yeah, it sort of feels like they're trying to recapture the magic of uh, the old lady in Grand Central Station from the first film, and it's just it's not the same. I don't know. You know, it's um, it's good they have the dut dut circus afro thing. You know, I was about yeah, to do the circus whole thing, afro. But... They. That no, was some viral it, marketing. That was that was pretty good. Um, Come on, let's let's hear it. Let's hear no, it. No, absolutely not. Um, <laughs> nah, bro. One hundred percent no. Um, um, I I will say highlight of the uh, movie is when they're doing the big performance and they put on Katy Perry firework. Oh, I don't know. that kind of that is a good scene. You know, like the tire kind of puts the staff in and just like. Everything starts going neon, and you know. It's oh just yeah, cool yeah. I actually, I did not know what scene you were referring to, but now you've described it so viscerally. That is a that is a not a bad scene, actually. Yeah, not uh, a bad scene. It's it's fine. It is what it is. You know. It's it's yeah. It's good. That, I wouldn't say it's mid. I'd say it's good. I'd say it's mid. <laughs> but agree to disagree. <laughs> um, trivia one. As of 2019, this is the only finale of a film franchise from DreamWorks Animation not to use a montage of clips from the previous installments play through the end credits. Or, trivia two. Or. As of 2019, this is the only DreamWorks film to feature the characters Alex the Lion, Marty the Zebra, and Melman the Giraffe on screen together. What? <laughs> As of 2019, this is the only DreamWorks film to feature Alex, Marty, and Melman on screen together. Might be the laziest piece <laughs> of trivia ever. This is what I was struggling a little bit with. This, this is, uh, this is not, not ideal. To be fair, though, the real trivia fucking sucks, too. This is the only franchise film not to end with a montage of clips from... Pre- How many other fucking DreamWorks franchises were there? There was, like, only Shrek. <laughs> there was one Shrek thing, and that's not even over. <laughs> Yeah, they're, they're bringing it back. You know, Sh- Shrek 5 is coming. Shrek 5 is coming. Well, I, <laughs> I like how that would be the only Madagascar movie. <laughs> yeah. so, I mean, all four of them are featured. <laughs> One of these is provably false, but um, yeah, <laughs> we, we move. Actually, they're both... Well, yeah, mm. I did make that one up. It was great, if you couldn't tell. Um, mm-hmm. Next up, we have Rise of the Guardians. Have you seen this? Is that the one with Jack Frost? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's yeah, it's whatever. Kind of mid, kind of mid. I really don't have much to say about it. I remember, I you know what? Yeah, actually, it's, that's a, I I remember I liked it, but like I couldn't tell I, you a single thing that yeah. happens in it. Yeah, like I, I think I watched it the first time on a plane, uh, and there's something about watching movies on planes. It's it's a good time. So I was I liked Jack Frost, but otherwise, you know, I don't yeah I don't remember much from it. I will say I disagree with you vehemently on watching films on a plane as a vibe. I hate watching films on a plane. Really? It, it ruins the film. Really? Like when the when the TV's like in the seat? Yeah, I hate it. Well, <laughs> no, when the TV is like in my ass. Yes, when the <laughs> TV's in the seat. <laughs> I don't know if you meant like you just watch it on your phone or something. No, no, no. <laughs> the TV's in my ass. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's it's just like 
it ruins the because forever then it's like a plane movie you know no no the the film spongebob the movie sponge out of water will forever be a plane movie for me because i watched it on a, okay on well i flight. think it should remain that way <laughs> um anyway rise of the guardians trivia number one bunny mentions that jack frost caused a blizzard on easter sunday of 1968 a reference to an actual event or number two Alec Baldwin and Hugh Jackman's characters are actually named after their, after their real-life childhood nicknames, with Jackman's character called Bunnymund and Baldwin's character called North. <laughs> and I have written here, following this, this is replacing an Alec Baldwin joke that would be in poor taste. <laughs> I was gonna. I was looking for a. There was there was angle in which I could there was a Baldwin could, uh, Baldwin angle in there somewhere, but I thought too soon. You know, whenever, t- mate, I don't know. I sometimes yes, sometimes no, because I don't know. Be, us being us, I I do love a good Baldwin joke. But the other day I saw a video of him finding out the woman died, and I it was not nice. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Well, I'm glad I took out yeah. the Baldwin uh, meme now. But um. Anyway, moving swiftly on. I I could definitely see him being called North. (laughs) Right. And Hugh Jackman being called Bunnymund would just be (laughs) delightful. Bunnymund. Oh, yeah. But in fact, the first one, the first one was true, I hate to say. Um, Damn. Next up, we have the Croods. Mm. What do you think of the Croods? That's mid. That's pretty mid, right? Yeah, it's pretty mid. Again, I think all DreamWorks movies have, like, in terms of an average kind of standard, I think DreamWorks movies are better than Disney movies. I think there are some like Ooh. genuine Disney stinkers. But I think there's all like some of the best movies are also Disney. I don't think, at least in the same quantity, I don't think there's many DreamWorks movies where I sit there and like, that's genuinely like a bad movie. I think The Cruise is just so kind of whatever. You know, I do. They do have a lot of mid. Um, I don't know. Ooh, that's a tough. That's a tough uh, debate because I think DreamWorks has like a couple stinkers. And, like, quite a few mid, and then a lot of really, you know, awesome bangers. And I think maybe their bangers might be more interesting to me than Disney's best movies, just, like, on a personal level. Like, I prefer a Kung Fu Panda, uh-huh. a Madagascar, to uh, I, the I, best of I would, I would agree. Of a Disney. Train Your Dragon, if you will. Right. Um, but I don't know, yeah. But, but yeah, The Croods, yeah, it falls into that. It's not yeah, it's not terrible. It has kind of fun. You know, Nicolas Cage is sort of, some good, sort of fun. good, wholesome moments. But it's, it's, also, it's just very... I mean, as you'd expect from a caveman movie, but it does feel very caveman-y sometimes. You know, it's a it lot does. of yelling and, I don't know, not the most, like, pleasing thing to sit down and watch. No. Uh, yeah, and also, yeah, I couldn't really tell you anything that happens in it. Like, it was just like, yeah, that was, that was, yeah. That was the Croods. Um, trivia one, Clark Duke named Thunk's pet Douglas, which is the first name of his agent. Great <laughs> trivia. Or trivia two... Nicholas Cage mistakenly thought he had signed up for a film called The Nudes and thusly showed up for his <laughs> recording sessions completely naked and continued to do so even after the mistake had been pointed out to him. Cage, please, put your schlong away. <laughs> I signed up for The Nudes? <laughs> I will do nothing will else. Stay. <laughs> I will do nothing of the sort. I was, was going to try to do a Nicholas Cage impression, but I, I, I can't really come to me. It's the same like a, a Christopher Walken or a... Michael Caine. Mm. Did you see Michael Caine retired, by the way? I did. In fairness, the... I'll retire. always freaks me out a little... Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That was a really bad... Wait, let me get my... my, my... Michael Caine. Master Wayne. Master Wayne. <laughs> I'm going to have to retire now. I always get a little bit scared, though, because whenever they put, you know, Michael Caine 
at the age of 90, I'm like, he's dead. They're <laughs> yeah. going to say he's died, but that's just, he's he could have done anything. You know, it's like Michael Caine made a sandwich, whatever. And you're going to be like, oh no, he fucking died. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Caine, age 90, made his last sandwich ever. <laughs> that could, you know, that's how I want to be pronounced dead. <laughs> Making the last sandwich of all time. Um, he made his last sandwich. <laughs> but yes, the, the cage one was false, I'm afraid. We move on to Turbo. Ryan Reynolds is a fast snail. God, that's yeah. a that's the whole movie. It was it's a, it's a that, is, that is. You ever get those movies that are like very like premise movies where it's like you can just like mm-hmm. see the pitch meaning from like what if there was a snail who wants to go as fast as a race car? And they're like, here you go, here's eight hundred billion dollars. Make that. That's <laughs> what Turbo feels like. Here's the key to the Pentagon. <laughs> here's the U.S. nuclear force. Go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um it's whatever who cares it has some nice visuals it's, at times i guess like turbo racing around with the the light you know yeah but again okay this is definitely of the movies we talked about today so far definitely the most mid this is the most mid by far um also i do realize we I, are, I, I i don't i don't remember much of it no I, I do realize by the way we are speeding through these but we did spend 20 minutes at the top talking about swarms and also there are some here that i think we would like to talk a little bit more about so okay yeah for the for the speed like, turbo come on turbo yeah get the fuck out of here trivia uh, when Turbo's radio is malfunctioning, it plays a song performed by Snoop Dogg, who voiced the character Smooth Move. <laughs> or alternatively, trivia two, the film Turbo was directed, written, scored, executive produced, and costume designed by Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Snoop Dogg, this, a Snoop Dogg song does come on. Snoop Dogg, kind of the goat, maybe? I don't know. Um, does, what's Snoop Dogg up to these days? He's, he'd be doing side quests, you know? It's, it's what he does. He's like the... <laughs> The John Cena of Snoops. Yeah. Does any any is is everyone checking up on him? Is any, anyone make sure he's okay? Uh, he's, he is doing stuff. He appears on on memes. He's producing the next Turbo. You know. <laughs> uh, next up, we have How to Train Your Dragon Two. Ooh. Which is, you know, again, I think all the How to Train Your Dragon films are gonna be like this. I like. Don't really have much connection to you are. A big fan. Although this I'm, one I'm a big fan. is also a banger. I, I will say this one's kind of a banger. I do remember. Yeah, I'd say really all cool. all three of them are are bangers. I think honestly, and I think I actually rem- I remember liking this one a bit more than the third one, but I remember less about this one. I remember um, this one has might be, like the epic final battle scene where they're fighting against that giant dragon, and then his dad dies. Right, that's this one. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, remember yeah, thinking yeah, exactly. that was pretty cool. And this is the one where he's you know he's grown up a bit and. They take on um, some pirate or some shit. Yeah, I, I can't really tell you what happens. Yeah, there's 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 some, yeah, there's some pirate in it uh, who's got like dreadlocks and is not Jack Sparrow. But mm-hmm. it's uh, yeah. This is this the one? Is this the is this the Bewilderbeast one? Maybe, possibly. I remember it was good. I remember the music was good. The animation's great. Yeah, I think I think this is the Bewilderbeast one. Yeah, music's always great. There's a good heart. Toothless is the cutest boy, as always. Um, it has a more of yeah, an epic know, like, quality to it than any other DreamWorks films, bar maybe Kung Fu Panda. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. It's just like, it's, I don't know, there's, you, obviously, there's just, there's something epic about dragons flying through the sky and flying on dragons through the sky, and I like that in this movie that um, the whole human dragon relationship has been a lot more established and it's just like ingrained in the world yeah i think because you know in the first one it's a very much oh we hate the dragons but we learn to love them but then now they're just we love the dragons and they're part of our life now you know like 
kind of yeah. opens up for bigger, bewilderbeast-esque things, which I very much enjoy. It does build on the first film in a way that you would hope a sequel would, and also the world building mm-hmm. and, and so forth. Um, yeah. yeah. And Hiccup's mom and dad meeting. Very cute, singing a shanty together and oh, dancing. Oh, yeah. It's his mom who's like the weird, crazy person on another dragon. And Ah, uh, yeah. It's all, yeah. it's all coming back to me. That Yeah. It's good well, stuff. A, a good movie. Good movie. Um, trivia one, Digimon Hansu would often do vocal exercises to prepare for his voice acting. One of these was a loud, terrible scream. Dean de Dubloy liked it so much that he decided to use it as Drago's cry to summon his dragons. So Digimon Hansu, I guess, voices the villain in this? Okay. Assuming I didn't make cool. this one up. <laughs> or... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Kind of giving yourself away there. <laughs> this would be very All the other elaborate. ones were super subtle. <laughs> or number two, because of the missed opportunity of not titling this film How to Train Your Dragon, Madagascar Escape to Africa style, multiple mm-hmm. DreamWorks executives were taken out behind the DreamWorks lot and shot in the back of the head. <laughs> <laughs> that. <laughs> that. That 100%. Yeah, I think I saw that uh, news story a couple years ago. Um <laughs> yeah yeah many dreamworks execs go missing <laughs> over Mad- how to train your dragon 2 title scandal uh, how to train your dragon 2 flops <laughs> <due> to title <laughs> title to blame bodies found <laughs> title to blame oh we're on fire nice. um for legal reasons i do think i have to say i made that one up um they don't murder their employees <laughs> at dreamworks <laughs> Um, and in case they do, you've just become the biggest whistleblower. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be, I don't know, kind of unfortunate. Um, <laughs> be, yeah, kind of unfortunate if they murder their employees. Be a bit of a hiccup in their management plan. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be super on, I guess. Um, <laughs> then we have Penguins of Madagascar, which I've not seen, but for all intents and purposes, probably I've not fine. seen either. We have Home, which yeah. looks like the most mid piece of home <laughs> mid that I've ever seen. You had is that a, a, is that an alien movie? Yeah, it's the only movie. I think there was a girl you dated who really loved it um, back mm. in the day. So I back in the day. But it looks it looks uh, mid, I'm sorry. Oh, I've not seen it. Yeah. Well, then one we have seen, and I hate to say the, the mid train continues, but Kung Fu Panda 3. It's not, okay, it's not mid, but in comparison. I would, I would, I'd definitely not say mid. It's not mid, but in, but comparison, in comparison to 1 and I can 2. See, I can see where you're... you're Wrath comes from. It's a huge step down. It really is. It's a step down. It it lacks the the same level of heart and, and epic quality that those first two films has. It, mm-hmm. it I think what makes those first two films special is the blend of like it is silly Jack Black, you know, panda, oh, he's funny, he's fat, kind of joke. But it's like blended with this like beautiful animation, these epic action scenes, yeah. and like really like nice messages. And this one it just feels like it skews way heavier on Oh, pandas are fat and they fell over. Fat uh, and they roll around. Uh, and, and it's sort of like okay, it loses kind of the essence of what makes those films. Uh, what puts them above the average DreamWorks mm. schlock. Exactly, and <laughs> <laughs> and also you know the fact that Poe, you know, you didn't see many other pandas. You're a panda. You're a panda. Mm. What are you gonna do? Sit on me? You know, I don't know. There's there's something about you know he he it's he's a bit unique, and the fact that there's suddenly so many pandas out of nowhere, and it's they you know, emphasize the, the fat panda stuff so much, it, it takes away a lot, as you say. And again, I don't know if this is a terrible thing to say, maybe, mm. but I kind of wish that his family had died and it was just him, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. If you get what I mean? It like, sounds you bad. Know, he's, come, he's had the inner peace. 
it sounds bad, but like I think it would just be a bit better because now you know the next one they can't just leave all the pandas out of it, even though they definitely should. Yeah, it was like part of his character, you know, like him coming to terms with that and not feeling like guilt and not feeling I don't know accepting the past. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and I get it. Like he still did accept it, and so it's fine. Like it's not like it ruins the arc, but uh, yeah, in a way, I don't know. I I I agree. I would have maybe preferred he. He doesn't, because then it also it plays up that theme from the last one. Like Mr. Ping is worried that he's going to find new dad, but it's like that's basically the whole story. It goes from like a subplot to like the entire plot is like yeah, you're getting along better. I'm with definitely Team Mr. Ping. I don't know Mr. about Ping you. Mr. Ping is the goat, man. Brian Cranston, Panda Dad, he's whatever you know. Um, yeah, I do so like whatever. the, the who, villain who voices Mr. Ping. Uh, I can't remember, but he's a he's a pretty famous guy. He's in other, he's in everything, everyone at once. James Hong, I think actually. Yeah. Um, okay. But I do like, you know, there's some kind of cool action scenes. There is, I like the villain, Kai. He has more of that kind of epic quality. I love his Kai, theme. Kai, yeah. Um, Kai is, yeah, the theme and, yeah, definitely a cool villain. Again, I'd say probably the, I don't know, third best villain out of three. Yeah, I'd agree, I'd agree. But but still pretty that's good. just because the other two villains have been insanely good, not because he's bad. I think yeah. he, he definitely is one of the best things about this movie. Yeah, uh, the 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 shadow realm or the the spirit realm, I don't know. I kind of get it for like you know it's a big finale. You have to up the stakes again, but it's sort of it didn't really didn't really care that much when he has like a big spirit dragon at the end and like it's kind of cool to see Ugwe yeah. again. But I don't know. There was sort of <laughs> I don't seeing Ugwe was kind of dope, but you know. <laughs> kind of saved the whole movie for me. But I never nothing ever really hit me that hard. You know what I mean? I was just kind of like, it felt, yeah, you know I how they, they do these movies like where it's like, especially with kids movies, like Despicable Me 3 where it's like, fuck, what do we do? We need another one. Uh, Gru has a twin brother and he's blonde and he's weird or whatever. It kind of feels a little bit like that where they're like, what do we do? Okay, I guess, uh, what if there's a, a bunch of pandas and then they all roll around and they do Kung Fu yeah. and like, it's like, uh, <laughs> you know, it kind of feels yeah. like it was a little bit of a forced, forced out one in mm-hmm. my humble I'll say the only, in, in, in defense of it, I guess, they're kind of forced to up the stakes because Poe has pretty much become, for lack of a better word, him in the last two movies. He's he's he's, <laughs> yes. he's, he's, he's kind of the goat. He's, you know, he can literally, you know, take can- like fiery cannonballs and just shoot them back at people. Yeah. Right? So, like, I don't think there's much that would really hurt him unless they got into the kind of, like, you know, super extremely silly stuff. Now, that doesn't excuse all the panda bullshit in this movie, but <laughs> yes. I'm just saying Spirit Realm, maybe. Fair. Um, trivia. Number trivia. one, Kai's green eyes are in accordance with the Chinese legends of green eyes being synonymous with evil. Or number two, to get into okay. character, J.K. Simmons murdered, cut open, and slept inside a bowl, the Revenant style, every day of production. <laughs> every day? Every single day. <laughs> Did he kill a new bull every yeah, single time? There were just 180 of them or some shit. I don't know. I don't actually know how long it takes to make an animated film. But um, that's that's commitment. Yeah. To actually, those go, those go on. There's been production for like years. <laughs> Thousands. Yeah, but surely the voice acting isn't is is no. But it was every day of production. Long. If this is true, you know. So oh, so even when he wasn't his voice acting from the moment it was even after his lines were done when <laughs> when they were done with him. Yeah, he didn't even know that he was playing a bull when he first started doing it. <laughs> So which one of those Damn. do you think is, uh, is true or false? Um, ooh, you know, I would like to say the bull one is true, but I'm just gonna, 
There's something about the first <laughs> one that I'm going to have to say it might be that one. You are correct, unfortunately. Yeah. Yes! You, Let's go. I've been outwitted. Um, next up we have, and I do think we do got to kind of breeze through these a little bit, um, but next up we have Trolls. I don't know if you've seen that. I don't think I've seen that, no. It's pretty mid. Uh, it has some kind of fun, Seems like it would be. colorful moments, you know, like uh, kids will like it, but it's... I don't know. It's not... You know, the the animation style is interesting. It has, like, some cool visuals, and it's animated a bit differently. Like, they're, they look kind of like, I don't know, fuzzy felt sort of things. I don't know. That, there's some cool creatures and stuff, but in general, it's, uh, you know, it's kind of whatever. Um, there's also a really funny part where... I'm, I'm sure you've seen this, like, just clip out of context where they're, like, get a big emotional beat, and he's like, singing killed my grandma! And it's, it's really cringe. Have you seen that? I don't think I have seen yeah, that. It's it's one of the most un, unintentionally funny moments in a film. Um, <laughs> but trivia, uh, true, the fanny packs worn by the Bergens are a callback to the style worn in the 80s and 90s when trolls were at their height of popularity. Or, mm. also, did I say true at the start of that? <laughs> I meant to say true. You did. True. Yeah, you did. <laughs> That's my bad. I like how I had to label these true and false in case I forgot which one I made up. <laughs> in case you'd... Mi- <laughs> In case you forgot which one of these insane ones was the truth. <laughs> and the finale was originally going to be Justin Timberlake performing his most iconic song, Dick in a Box. Which, by the way, on that note, I would like to announce my Halloween costume this year <laughs> is going to be Dick in a Box with, uh, so with one good. of my friends. Um, although we did note that at the end of that music video, they do get arrested for walking around with the dick in the box. So I don't really know well, how the you gotta stay end. true to the character. That's true, yeah. So if that happens, you know, it's just part of the part of the meme. Um, have you seen again? Not that you would have at all, because you're a loving Christian man. Mm. But you could also put a twist on it. I'm dick in a pumpkin. Dick in a pumpkin. Porno style. Right. I don't know what that would be in reference to, but the way you describe it makes it sound. Uh, absolutely yeah. delightful. Um, but yes, the Fanny Packs one was the true one. We have the Boss Baby. Mm. Haven't seen it. Don't plan to. Me neither. Baldwin joke. Is that- Here we go. <laughs> we have Captain Underpants. Baldwin joke once more. The first epic movie. Haven't seen it, but I fucking loved the Captain Underpants books when I was a kid, so I kind of should check it out. Um, mm. We have How to Train Your Dragon 3, The Hidden World. Okay. A, a good movie. A solid um, movie. He, <clears throat> he keeps got a beard at the end and shit. He pretty does. Cool. It's a pretty cool evolution. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't. Lo- yeah, I think this is probably my least favorite of the three. Still pretty good, but yeah, I don't know. I don't love the female toothless. I also find it kind of silly how the whole point of you know toothless and hiccups kind of partnership and friendship and love for each other is. Uh, is the fact that they're kind of, you know, he's kind of useless as a human, and Toothless can't fly around, in terms of fighting at least. He's kind of useless as a human. <laughs> Very hard. Very hard, I realized. Kind of a big um, lump of shit, I guess. <laughs> gangly mess, if you will. <laughs> and Toothless, like, needs him to fly around and be free, right? That's like the kind of, you know, the symbiotic relationship they've built. And then at the end, he's like, oh, you want to go with your girlfriend? Let me just completely fix your tail and you're good to go. It's like, I mm. thought, what? I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't I remember it specifically, but I do remember you saying it kind of, it did fuck with the, the lore a little bit in a way that you, yeah, you didn't the canon, the canon kinda. and the Yeah, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't love it. Uh, villain in this one is also kind of mid, yeah. Not the greatest. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's it, uh, it, The first it one is definitely... It, the first one definitely reigns supreme. 
But yeah. at the same time, like there's there's some good visuals. There's there's a very very cute ending as well where Hiccup shows up later, like years later, with his kids, and then they reunite and stuff. Very cute. Yeah, Are there it do, it doesn't feel like a like shout out, you know, just like sequel that like we have to make it, but it doesn't have mm. yeah the same sort of excitement or energy or memorableness of the first yeah, one or even it, the second it does one. Not. I'd say. Um, trivia. Number one, Justin Ruppel replaced T.J. Miller as the voice of Toughnut Thorsten after T.J.'s mm. destructive behavior made headlines in mid-2018. Ooh. Or, trivia two, in an unprecedented move by the studio, they decided to cast T.J. Miller in every single role for maximum shock oh. factor. <laughs> <laughs> that certainly would add to the shock factor. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't it just? Drummer could be like... You the know biggest what? gamble in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. Roll of the fucking dice. They put it uh, all on red. <laughs> what they got was a... I don't know, what do you do? I, I don't remember. It's just, I mean, the trivia from IMDb, which, yes, was the true one, just says destructive behavior. So, mm. yeah, TJ was not cast in every role. Um, Abominable, haven't seen it. Trolls 2, World Tour, haven't seen it. The Crudes, A New Age, a.k.a. The Tudes. Haven't seen the it. Toots. Yeah, the spirit, it. Uh, spirit Untamed, the sequel to that fucking terrible shitty horse movie with Matt Damon's a horse uh, or whatever. Fuck you, I hate that movie. Uh, I haven't seen it. <laughs> I haven't seen the sequel. Um, I don't know why I have so much rage for that spirit movie, but uh, The Boss Baby 2, Family Business, have not seen it. Baldwin something, mm-hmm. zing. <laughs> the Bad Guys, I have seen it. Um, the Bad Guys. It was the one that came out last year. It's about the, the animals who rob banks. And you know what? It's not like... Sam Rockwell? Sam Rockwell? It's not like the best movie ever. I think you'd really like it, honestly. And you know what? And I don't know why... <laughs> it's kind of a bad movie. I think you'd really enjoy it. <laughs> it is really good. It is really good. It's not like... What I meant was it's not like a Shrek How to Train Your Dragon level. But it, I think it's the best DreamWorks movie in a while. Um, okay. A lot of the stuff... I mean, I haven't seen it, but it sounds pretty good. But um, it's like this this group of animals who rob banks. And it's like a very fun, frenetic, sort of self-aware. It's like an Ocean's Eleven sort of vibe. And okay. Sam Rockwell's great. It's a fun dynamic with everyone. It sort of falls... It doesn't fall apart, but it kind of gets a little bit... I don't know. It gets a little less interesting the longer it goes. But I think you would genuinely really like it. I feel like also your girlfriend would really like it, weirdly. Just like... I don't know. Okay. I get like a vibe. I feel like this is a movie you guys kind of could vibe? watch together and you would you would enjoy. That's that's all I'm saying. It's it's fun. Right. It is very I'll, fun. I'll add it to the list. I I you know, just looking at the pictures here, it kinda it kinda looks fun. It's a fun heist movie. It's got it's got a lot of goofy, funny characters. It's actually it's a really good time, actually. Yeah, I, I would definitely recommend it. Um Okay, okay. Trivia one. The beginning of this film mirrors the beginning of Pulp Fiction, where two characters are sitting opposite one another in a diner, having what seems to be a rather idle conversation, before revealing that both characters are actually on the verge of launching into a robbery. Or, trivia two. An unrelated sequel, starring Frederick Dahlgaard Kerr, has been commissioned (laughs) about the brutal depression that follows losing a frisbee game entitled The Sad Guys. (laughs) (laughs) So the... such an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the FDK biopic, The Sad Guys. The Sad Guys. We've got <laughs> the nice guys, the bad guys, and then starring me, The Sad Guys. The sad Guys. Yes, but of course it'd be, it'd be nice. hard to make that film because you lose so few games of Frisbee. Ah, you dirty dog. There you go. I, I know how to flatter you. I'm sorry. No, I know, <laughs> you know how I know. to bring me down and then you lift me back up. <laughs> yes. But yeah, good movie though. I would recommend. Very um, good movie. And then the last one here, because I'm assuming you have not seen Ruby Gilman, Teenage Kraken, or Trolls 3. Um, 
So the last we one assume correctly <laughs> that we've actually seen, and we've talked about this one before, but a fucking awesome movie, way better than it has any right to be, Puss in Boots 2, The Last Wish. So unbelievably awesome. So fucking good. I, I was literally listening to that, the, the Fearless Hero song from the opening earlier today. Like, who is your favorite, favorite fearless, fearless hero? hero? Ah, I think we said it when it came out. It doesn't have the same like style of comedy i guess is like a shrek but it's it's still funny mm-hmm. and it, it has again like some of these movies have just like so weird for dreamworks which is usually so goofy it has like a weirdly really fucking epic that finale that showdown the with Dally is so cool when he's like what does he say he's like um i'm done running or something and then he picks up the sword and like oh, like i kind of want to be is one of the coolest villains as well like yeah all the villains in this you know like the three bears and and uh What's what's her what's her face? Goldilocks is that Goldilocks? Yeah. yeah, Goldilocks. Uh, they're good, like kind of side villains, but then they also got like their own wholesome thing going on. Jack Horner, delightful. Yes. Really like it. I don't know. It's fun. It's got like a great pace to it. It's it built like it. I don't know. It's unrelated to the first one, but it builds on the characters in a way that like the first one didn't really do. You learn a bit more about for a kids movie. You know, you learn more about Puss in Boots and mm-hmm. the fact that he. You know what I fucking love, and this is like. Something that is some movies just don't really get, and when they get it right, it's fucking awesome. When you stack a character up against like a villain who really seems sort of like unbeatable, because especially yeah. for kids movie, because of course you know it, Puss in Boots is gonna win. You know they're the gonna end, it's a kid triumph. Movie. But like he actually the like they make the character of death so sort of like terrifying. You see like like for Puss in Boots, you see like the effect it has on him, and then to see him. Mm-hmm. I can't believe I'm, like, rambling, like, this is the fucking greatest no, no. film ever, but it kind of is, though. Go on. Then to see him actually, like, overcome that in the end, it's actually, like, so satisfying. And I think... It's so satisfying and epic. And I also, I think that's like, a great, like, thing for, for filmmakers of kids' movies, where... Because fucking, the character of death is, like... If I was a kid, I would be so scared of that villain, but that, like... <laughs> totally not scared of him now at all. But like that... Yeah. Like, <laughs> totally didn't piss myself every time I watch this movie. <laughs> the fact that then he overcomes that at the end makes it even better for a kid. If a kid is terrified of that villain, to see Puss in Boots overcome that, it's like an even... Mm-hmm. Makes it even more triumphant. Makes them think they can conquer their fears kind of thing. And like, I don't yeah. know, man. It's And the action's amazing. It has this like amazing Action's animation so style. Fuck, man. What an um, amazing movie. Just, honestly. So, so good. Jay is top, top tier. Um, yeah, also just the... The the set like the set pieces you know like the traveling through that weird like land with the map and stuff like that, yeah and yeah as we already said like it kind of you can tell it's in the Shrek world and one of the things that I love about the Shrek universe is that it takes all these different things from like you know known like kind of fairy tales or folklore and all these like little gadgets and trinkets and stuff like that and just like incorporates it into the world like all like Jack Horner's collectibles and stuff having that included as like as a side thing is so it always is so fun to watch, yeah. and the fact that they keep keep that up, I'm just like, yes, because there wasn't that much, there wasn't much of that in the first Puss in Boots, Boots movie. Um, you know, actually, talking about this movie now, after we've talked about the previous one, I will say this one is miles better. Come on, yes, thank you. It is, it is. Thank you. I, uh, I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> as if I made it or something. But yeah, great film. Trivia one. In the fight with the giant during the sweeping crowd shot, one can find the wolf in a shadowed alleyway when the townspeople are doing the wave. Or, Ooh. option two, the original title of this film was Puss in Boots 2, Puss It to the Limit, but it tested negatively with audiences. 
I was, I was struggling with this one as well. Puss in Boots to Puss in Boots. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's weirdly can I, great. Can I just say, the, fir- the first one is true. And I went back and watched that scene, and you can see the wolf hiding in the alleyway, which is fucking Ooh. kind of really cool, you I'm know? Gonna, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go I'm gonna go back and watch yeah, that yeah, afterwards. Yeah, when they, when they do the wave, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, there we go. Also, I'm sorry that I'm speeding this long, but I do have to dip to a class. So we do kind of have to um, yeah, yeah, yeah. go for it. But... Those were the DreamWorks movies ranked the end of the saga. I mean, we haven't ranked them. How about this? Because we don't really have much time to go through this right now. I will contact you later, and we will make a ranking that I will put in the description. Or at the very least, like a top five best, top five worst. Okay, and I'll that put sounds those. good. So, <laughs> I will contact you later. I will page you. <laughs> so we stick true to the title. If you want to know our DreamWorks top five of all time, not just of this video, because we did the kind yeah, of video of and then all time. Of all time, time and top five worst, they will be in the description of this podcast Check it out. Mm-hmm. We now move on to the Jump News. Uh, we have here an article from The Guardian, which says, Mission Impossible? Tom Cruise's film crew, Tom Cruise's film crew are lined up to make Rick Astley look cool. What? What? So, <laughs> wait, is that a... Is that a- Dig on Rick Astley? I think so, which is not warranted. Rick Astley, coolest man. Kind of, kind of cool. Um, as Hollywood strikes drag on, the actor has loaned his team to Astley, who's making a music video. We can only hope the singer makes, makes the most of it. So I'll be honest, when I saw this headline, I was thinking Tom Cruise is going to play Rick Astley in a movie. Mm, I which, thought Rick Astley was going to join Tom Cruise's movie. I thought Rick Astley and Tom Cruise were going to kiss passionately... Unrelated I thought to it was going to be world. a heist movie, but it was actually a heist of Rick Astley's bussy. <laughs> but apparently it's none of those things. Uh, so I'm not going to read this whole thing, but from what I'm gathering, Tom Cruise has sent out like his best boys, his, his bros, to help out Rick Astley make a music video or something. <laughs> cool. God, I would never want to meet Tom Cruise's best boys. <laughs> yeah, they fuck shit up, honestly. <laughs> yeah. That is a... They just leave devastation in their wake. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that is the news for this week. Uh, and we go now to the announcements and such. The comments in the latest pod. Let us see, let us see. Alfeld says, since you did another Characters We Can Beat Up episode, perhaps you can do another, another DreamWorks ranking video. I think they're some of the funniest episodes you guys have done. Well, here you go, Alfeld. Hope you enjoy. There you go. Um, Josie says, I probably shouldn't should have been surprised that the pod is ending soon, but honestly, I saw it coming, especially since the main channel ended. I will say my goodbye. I will save my goodbyes for 200 and 201, but this was fun. Honestly, inspired me to make a podcast of my own. Again, I'll save my goodbyes for the last two eps. Right now, I'll just say this. Hashtag, the end of the bussy is near. Hashtag, alternate title for this episode is old people we can beat up. <laughs> Hashtag, play the anime intro. You better cue it soon. Hashtag, the poorly planned podcast what a legend. Also, yes, I enjoyed that Croatia story. Well, there you go. You know what? Perhaps next nice. episode, there might be something for all you fans of that anime intro. Yeah. Who's to say? Ooh. <laughs> uh, Exciting. ZJ says, another hilarious episode. Really, really going to miss this pod when it ends. Hashtag FDK and BHL pushed old Croatian woman. <laughs> Hashtag the bussy <laughs> end game is near. Hashtag depressed bussy. Um, <laughs> it's going to be an emotional uh comment section on the the last one but hey we uh we move but yeah thank you i'm glad you enjoyed the episode shelf enthusiast says i said a lot of this already in bhl's goodbye video but i just want to say but i just want to give my thanks and appreciation for all your guys's content it's been one of my most comforting experiences in my teenage years which honestly makes it kind of ironic that it's ending the year i turned 20 
I've been watching Elle's content since I was 13. Absolutely wild. That's crazy. Fucking hell. We've been doing this for Damn. seven years. That's all your teenage years. That's wild. Um, I've made many friends through you guys. Speaking of which, I will still keep in touch with Teen Movie Geek, who has now graduated to Adult Movie Geek. Crazy. And this was the first Ooh. podcast I was ever able to get really into. Even when I stopped listening back in around 2020, I still often made references and jokes relating to previous episodes, which confused a lot of friends and family. But coming back this year and finding that I still find the pod to be hilarious just shows the longevity you guys have had on this channel, or maybe my sense of humor is just broken. Nonetheless, congrats on six <laughs> years of fun, laughs, and canoes. I normally don't like being this sappy about content creators I enjoy just because you don't know me. But considering the amount of friends I've made because of the channel, as well as the BHL Hudson channel, it felt appropriate here. So thank you guys, and it's okay to admit that the real reason you're ending the pod is because of all the bussy comments. <laughs> hashtag <laughs> BHL never dies. Hashtag FDK never dies. Hashtag poorly planned never dies. Hashtag bussy never dies. Wow. And uh, God, they what a... probably should have saved all this for pod 201, but fuck it. Wow. Well, shelf enthusiast, that was a beautiful comment truly sweet wholesome delightful comment thank you yeah he has found out the truth though as to as yeah to the bussy comments the end, have but. canceled the show but um <laughs> yeah thank you that honestly again honestly means a lot and we'll get all sappy in the future but we'll get sappy but thank yeah. you that that means a ton and that's crazy also and uh, to hear people like made friends through the like via you know the pot know. And, uh, what's up with that crazy man yeah ah blah. getting too getting too into it here getting to getting a little and a little choked up. Sean Grant says, the end of the Poorly Planned Podcast for reals this time. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, we did title that video that back in the day. Um, now, but for mm -hmm. real, it's so weird to think that after episode 29, you guys released a video talking about how the show would go on hiatus for a bit, which made me wonder if the show would continue. I was really pleased when you guys came back properly in 2020 and continued to release great episodes. What amazed me was that your episodes continued to improve from what came before, which I didn't think was possible after the hilarity that was episode 19, with your Tom Cruise movies episode making me laugh hysterically. I honestly thought you guys would do a Mads Mikkelsen movies episode, sorry, Mads Mikkelsen movies episode at some point long. Mads Mikkelsen. That is a missed opportunity. That will go down in history as a, an L on our part. That will. Although after... Who knows? 40 years time, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> Although after all of this, the thing that I'm saddest about with you guys leaving is that we'll never see the return of the genius gag, slightly seductive Santa LMAO. Hope you both enjoy retirement. <laughs> well, you know what? There might be a Christmas well, episode, possibly, you know, in the final who, run here. Who, who, know, who knows what could happen? Who knows if uh, a certain type of Santa could return? You know, we'll have to, we'll have to wait and see. Um... Connor Beer says, not even 10 minutes in, and I'm already crying for real. Seriously, though, this is the best podcast on no, YouTube, Connor. and it's sad to see it go, but you can't fault the lads for wanting to watch out for themselves. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag bussy sniffles. I don't know about that hashtag, but a sweet sentiment besides that. Um, man, yeah. You were looking like genuine, just kind of like, oh, you know, like melancholy, happy, sad, and then just hashtag, hashtag bussy, bussy sniffles. sniffles. <laughs> a horrible sickness that infects people. Um, <laughs> Sorry, sir, you got a case of the bussy sniffles. <laughs> but no, uh, thank you. Thank you, Cotter. I uh, appreciate the, the kind comment. Um, Anson says, yeah, you guys wouldn't stand a chance against Wally. Dude literally has a laser built into his head that can shred metal just as effectively as a lightsaber. If he's going for the kill, y'all are basically screwed in seconds. Oh, and I have so many thoughts about the end of the pod, but I too will save that all for later. So there you go. Yeah, Wally would fuck us up, I've, I've realized. Um, yeah, yeah. We, but we, we said he would, right? I think we did, yeah. For unrelated reasons, okay. I think because we said he's fast or something. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's pretty sturdy. <laughs> NMS says, this was definitely an episode of a podcast that is definitely ending in the future. Hashtag Big Willie Style Award. Hashtag Brent, Brenton Thwaites is history. Sorry, Brenton Thwaites history. 
Not Brenda Thwaites is his sister. Brenda Thwaites, Brenda Thwaites is his <laughs> That would be kind of a morbid comment, but yeah. Oh, man. It's getting getting morbid in these comments, you know. This is, this is a... I don't know. No, yeah. I know. But also, we're, keep, we're keeping good. it light. Hashtag Brenton Thwaites history, you know? Um, yeah, exactly. Jaden says, The end of the Poorly Planned Podcast in BHL Hudson truly feels surreal for me. I watched my first BHL video, the first MCU chronology, when I was 10 years old and have stuck with the channel ever since, which is insane, as I'm now completing my first year of university. God, that is fucking crazy. I can't get over these comments. That, that is insane. That stuff, That's fucking... It blows my mind, man. Uh, I usually lose interest for most channels after two to three years, but this channel and BHL were two two of the few channels who genuinely had me excited for uploads. I just want to say thank you both for the laughs and for genuinely bringing me lots of happiness over the course of my young adult life. All good things must come to an end, and so even though it brings me much sadness, I'm also excited to see how the pod concludes. I wish you both the I, I wish you both the best with the rest of college and also your careers, and also with BHL's nose reduction and Freddie's sweat gland removal surgeries. Hashtag. <laughs> One last bussy, hashtag the final bus down, hashtag next stop bus station, hashtag not a joke, hashtag Tom Knews is dead, hashtag I'ma miss this podcast, hashtag Beach on Freddy, what legends. Man, what a, ah, Jaden, thank you, what a comment. Fuck, Fuck, man, ah, (laughs) God, actually, I think I might actually cry on the last episode, this this would be so embarrassing. Um, No, (laughs) I might join you for that, but we'll, we'll, we'll. We'll get there. We'll get Manage. there. We'll figure it out. We got months ahead of us. Okay. Jesus. <laughs> um, also, hashtag not a joke. I feel like that's a, a twist on hashtag what a joke, which we also have to bring back for uh, for True. for old time's sake. Uh, Liam says another great episode from the lads. Jesus, excuse me. Another great episode from the lads. <laughs> from the lads. <laughs> Gonna miss this sad face. Hashtag BHL hates old people. Hashtag my father was a pastor. Hashtag I heart pussy. Man, man. A classic. <laughs> Daniel says, another really great and enjoyable episode. Keep up the Freddy Krueger-esque work. The characters we can beat up pods are some of my favorites, so it's great to see the six and possibly last episodes of this topic. And what a banger to end on. Possibly my favorite of the six. I was dying of laughter at many points. Ooh. Thank you, Daniel. Um, and the fact that the pod is coming to an end is a sad thing to hear, but all good things must come to an end eventually, and I'd rather it end than it still be around but half-assed. And a question that goes with this episode, could you and Freddy beat Jake Paul in a 10-round boxing match? You've said he's not that good at boxing, so could you beat him? Hashtag BHL is a stalker. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Hashtag Freddy is the next Oppenheimer. Hashtag Freddy is the OG Freddy. Hashtag Wally is a killing machine. Hashtag my father's always a pastor. Dot, dot, dot. Fallon bussy. Um, just <laughs> even somehow more, more disturbing at the end there. But, um... Thank you for the comment, Daniel. And could we beat Jake Paul? I think the two of us in a boxing match against him? Yes. I think we'd, we'd, yeah, we'd I think beat him so. up. That's two against one. Individually, no. He would he would obviously uh, yeah. beat us in a boxing match, yeah. But that doesn't mean... That being said, the standard of being a good boxer is not can you beat BHL Hudson and FDK Gaming in a boxing match. I would just like to clarify mm-hmm. that. Um, well, well, actually, I mean, we are, we are kind of we are kind of goats. Um and finally, the Poorly Planned Podcast clip says, I can't believe there's only about six episodes left of this podcast. It will truly be missed. But like the great Doctor Strange once said, we're in the end game now. Hashtag Freddy is the fucking goat. Damn, man. God. Look at that. What a, what a weirdly epic comment. That, yeah, man, I feel like we're about to go into battle with, uh, with all the comments that are, all these kind of comments. But um, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Crazy stuff. Ah, God. I don't even. Okay. Yeah. 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 Check it off. We move. We move. We're going to get into it. We will get into it. Final episode. We're going to get mushy. That being said, I also I appreciate the, uh, you know, I mean, all the nice comments and then also the kind of, I don't know, there's the a sort of a level of maturity where everyone's like, all good things must come to an end. You know what I mean? Everyone's quite a, 
yeah, quite philosophical yeah, with it, you know? Expecting like, death threats. Yeah, yeah everyone's kind of. Because I was thinking about, you Apart know, like, from the dot 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 Fallon Bush, <laughs> yeah. I think, which is you know good. the ultimate threat. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, on the fan page, there's nothing on the fan page. That's that's all right. Keen did send a, a nice message about the pod ending, and um, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. We move. Uh, we got to get out of here. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, I gotta go. <laughs> drop a like, subscribe at the bell button, leave a comment down below what you thought of this episode and the DreamWorks movies, and you can find a ranking of the top five and top five worst in the description. You can find me on YouTube, BHL Hudson, Instagram, BHL underscore Hudson, Letterboxd, Real BHL Hudson. You can email the pod at bhlhudsonvids, excuse me, at gmail.com. You can find me on x slash Twitter uh, at ftk underscore adult sniper. You can find me on Instagram at Fedalgard, you can find me on Letterboxd at FTK underscore Thwilms, and on YouTube at FTK Space Gaming. Thank you very much for listening, and we will see you next time. Little boy moment. <laughs> God.